Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hockey fans. Welcome once again to the Vegas Hockey Podcast. This is our midweek report number 10. Uh, we got a couple games to go over, some trades going on over the weekend. Chris, good day to you, sir. How are you this afternoon? I'm doing okay. I'd be doing a little better if my team could put the biscuit in the basket, but uh, I guess we'll just have to deal with it. How are you, sir? You... I'm good. I'm good. Just walking in the door, kick my boots off, ready to talk a little bit of hockey. Um, did you did you get to see the, the Saturday night game? Just just the just the highlights. It was it was far too late uh, over here. So yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah. So, uh, and, but you know, too big. We talked about it on Saturday for for Vegas for the Knights, and you know they had two big wins, uh, a one nothing win over the Isles, and and then I believe a three two win over the Caps yesterday. So. Uh, they got a big, they got a big test with Tampa coming to town. I think Edmonton is on the schedule soon too, I believe. And it yep. still is hair. It's still, but no, no rest for the weary. I mean, they're tied for first place. Although Edmonton technically is in first because they have the two games in hand. Plus they have the ROW tiebreaker for whatever that's worth. I guess down the line that might come into play with various teams, but. Um, you know they're, they're but the one point ahead of Vancouver who has two games in hand, and then Calgary's uh, just two points behind Vegas, and then Arizona same thing, and then the teams outside the bubble Nashville and Winnipeg both have games in hand. In fact, Nashville has three games in hand. If, if Vegas were to slide to the wild card spots, uh, that could come into play. They're they're only um, uh, you know they're five points back. Although like I said, Nashville has three games in hand. Winnipeg has one. So. You know, for all these teams, both in the East and the West, it's it's very, very, very tight, uh, at least in the Pacific and, and the Metro for sure. Uh, so you know, you got you got to keep you got to keep stacking the wins. Yeah, and they've been able to do that here. Uh, the homestand we talked at the at the start of it, when St. Louis was coming in, that this was going to be the make or break. They're down uh, 21 games left in the regular season. And this was the uh, tail of the tape, if you will, to see how they measure up. All year long, we've been talking about sometimes the Golden Knights have trouble playing and winning their brand of hockey against the elite teams in the National Hockey League. We've seen them struggle earlier in the year with the Bostons, the Tampas, the St. Louis Blues. Colorado has owned them so far this season. And those are really the the teams, that, the Washington Capitals, that you want to be competitive against if you have aspirations on a deep playoff run in this homestand, um, St. Louis win, uh, New York Islanders and, and really 
my my style of hockey that I love to watch the most is the one nothing games, the the two one game. You can keep the the six five games and and all that stuff. Points are points are fine to get if you win those games. But the way I watch the game is when I see a six five game, I see a lot of mistakes. I see a lot of blown coverages. I see. I see the sloppiness. I see the guy left open. I see, and and I, you know, I get hypercritical when I'm watching those games. If if I have a, a dog in the fight, if you will, um, the one nothing game against the Isles, uh, they outshoot the Isles forty three to nineteen. Although the Islanders won handily in the faceoff circle, fifty six to forty three. Um, neither team was able to cash in on a power play. Um, Islanders out hit the Golden Knights 42 to 25, but I think that's indicative of how much the Golden Knights had the puck, as, as opposed to who was playing the the more physical style. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, blocks 13 to nine giveaways. The Golden Knights only had four giveaways. New York had eight uh, takeaways. Golden Knights seven. Islanders five. They outshoot the Islanders twenty to four in the second period. That's eight to six in the first, fifteen to nine in the third. But the the second period was just a dominant performance, as good as I've seen the Golden Knights play this season, and really weren't able to do anything with it. Um, they they score with thirty five seconds left in that second period. Uh, when you play a period like that, and I'm uh, back back when the Kings were um, tending for the Stanley cup every year, that's, that's the kind of hockey you would, you would get out of the Kings is uh, you'd play a period like that and you'd be down one to nothing. So in, in that game, uh, offensive zone, four lines rolling penalty kill working, not able to convert, uh, still able to get the win carried that momentum into the first two periods of the Washington game yesterday. Uh, they were able to take a three, nothing lead going into the third period. And, and I mean, it really looked like the, the capitals just did not have their legs in the first couple periods. No, I don't, it's a combination of, of uh, gold Knights playing their brand of hockey. But I think, I think Washington came in flat to be honest with you. Um, and then they've been the, struggling. The Bucks, Actually, they've been struggling lately. Yeah, the, 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 the Golden Knights did let the Capitals back into the game in the third period. It's a trend we're get, getting unfortunately comfortable with. Uh, Oshie comes up in the third period, um, two goals in two minutes, basically, 8.47 in the third, and then again at 10.40. Um, cashing in the power play goal to pull the – the Capitals within one at three to two, but the Golden Knights never really took back control of the game. They had a couple good shifts from that point on, but really it was Flurry uh, saving the game, and they are able to get the two points at the end of the night. I think they deserve the win um, just from playing the first and second periods as well as they did. Still got to work on on closing things out, but. Points are points at this point of the season. Um, it is the new coach, and you are still 
in the process, if you will, you know, coaches like to talk about the process, doing the right things, good things, you know, the results take care of themselves and they are still in the process, but look, that's, that's three quality wins so far on this homestand with St. Louis, the Islanders, and yesterday the Capitals, excuse me. Um, Next up Tampa Bay and then Florida. So the, the tail end of the last four game road trip uh, is also the tail end of this five game homestand. Um, They did lose to Tampa back on that road tip, but were able to uh, close the road trip with a good win against the Florida Panthers. And that's, that's, that's where we're at. Um, they head on the road to Anaheim after the Florida game, and then two days off, and that's when Edmonton comes to town. Yeah, and uh, we should talk about um, – I don't want to get into rumors in terms of what's going the other way, but Bob McKenzie and others are saying it's not done yet, but the, the Knights and the Kings uh, are very close to getting a deal done. So let's put aside whatever the, the price winds up being. Um, obviously, you know Alec Martinez very well, being the Kings fan that you it, are. You is mentioned that the rumor? Him. Yeah, yeah. I okay. Uh, they show you wanted a Willie Mitchell, and then on Sunday you texted me saying, well, you got the Willie Mitchell, meaning the Islanders getting Andy Green. So, yes. um um, so let's putting this. Uh, let's not. I, I saw a couple of things where people are speculating. Obviously, draft picks would be involved. But uh, what's your thought? Is that the right kind of defenseman for what the Knights need? Um, I think it's it's a good fit if if Alf Martinez does comes to the Vegas Golden Knights. It's interesting um, if they're Rob Blake not being shy dealing in his division as Tyler Toffoli over the weekend goes to Vancouver. And yeah, now I, if, if this comes to fruition, um, Amart landing with the Vegas golden Knights, I think that would be a good fit. Yeah. I mean, I, I, the way I look at it with hit for him is why wouldn't he, I mean, I, you know, I know it's a rival, but it's not, I, I mean, this, this is an East coast bias, but I don't see it as Edmonton, Calgary. I don't see it as uh, Toronto, Boston. I don't see it as you know Islanders, Rangers, you know, kind of thing. I um, well, no. So, so he's got to he's got to get he's got to get the best deals that he can. These are you know uh, Toffoli's a pending unrestricted free agent. Martinez is only signed through next year. It's not like he's going to be haunted by uh, these players uh, for years to come. Um, so, uh, actually, that was another thing we wanted to get into. We were kind of going back and forth on text yesterday, and I said, let's save it for the show. And yeah. you were very adamant being a Kings fan. At that point, Tyler Toffoli wasn't traded. And you texted me saying, well, if Andy Green uh, is going to go on a second-round pick, and, you know, and, and a minor leaguer, I mean, the kid that gave up, God bless, I hope he does well for the Devils. Uh, but it's not like he's one of the Islanders' top prospects far from it. Uh, but, you know, you never know. Grab a body, you never know. But anyway, be that as it may, um, you said if, if that's the case, then then the Kings have to get Tyler, uh, a first-round pick for Tyler Toffoli. Uh, otherwise, they shouldn't do the deal. And and uh, my opinion is, uh, you you know, uh, what, I could use a couple expressions here. What, what's the, you know, pride before the fall? Um, 
don't uh, chop off your nose to spite your face. You gotta, <laughs> you, you gotta, you gotta get as much uh, inventory as you possibly can. I mean, the Kings can re-sign Tyler Toffoli if they want on July 1st. Grab as the best package they can. It's, you know, it's, uh, it's what the market bears. Uh, also, too, um, just because the Islanders gave up. Uh, a second round pick for Andy Green, who's a defenseman, which is a thinner market than the forward market, I believe. And then also the Islanders gave up a 2021 second round pick. So not only do the Devils have to wait, the 2021 draft is, and I'm not going to profess to know about the 2021 draft. I'm researching the 2020 draft, but what I know about the 2020 draft is it's considered very strong. Uh, I'm going to go on a limb and say the 2021 draft will probably not be as strong as the 2020 draft. Obviously, people in their scouting departments for the Islanders, obviously, know, you know, they this is where they do their homework. So kind of apples to pineapples, but I know you were, your fandom was uh, raging on, I think it was on Sunday. Was it on, Yeah, I think it was on Sunday when they got uh, Andy, yeah, on Andy Green. So, you know, what's your, your take in terms of, the sellers having to get at least X when you see some of these other deals. It's, it's hard when you look at the, at the, the numbers that, that Zucker put up and Coleman put up and I know Andy Green's a different player, but still um, definitely some, some wear on the tires there. And uh, with Tampa giving up a first round pick for Coleman. Um, and Nolan Foote, a former first round pick. And Nolan Foote, a former first-round pick. Um, Who's a good prospect, not a blue chipper. That seems like the the Kings got fleeced on the Tyler Toffoli trade, just comparing numbers for numbers. Now, I know a little bit different type of player. Um, mm. you know, well, a little, Coleman, little, Coleman, keep in mind, is – Sawing through next year, whereas Toffoli is just this year, and, and Coleman has a very cap-friendly number. So those kind of little – and, you know, obviously Tampa love Coleman, and they feel like he's the missing piece because they sure did give up a lot to get him. I'm not, I'm not going to deny that. Yeah, and then, I mean, you, uh, I guess your your value is only worth what someone will give up for you. And – there's still a week to go to the deadline, but Blake felt like he got his best deal out of uh, Vancouver for Toffoli. It seems like with some of the, I mean, the market for me is tricky. I know that Toffoli's a, a UFA, and I know um, that the, the other guys have term left on their deals, and that's worth something. You're not just paying the rental. Um, I think Toffoli's inconsistency probably hurt him in terms of getting better than a second round pick. And also the fact that this is a very, very strong draft is, is, uh, has people very afraid of trading or very leery, I should say, of trading their first round pick. So they're going to have to love, love the player to do it. Yeah. And I agree with that, but keep in mind too, um, Zucker's numbers work. Well, hello. Sorry about that, everybody. Uh, Zucker's numbers are up and down consistency-wise as well. He went from uh, a 30 goal to a 20 goal to a 26 goal or 
you know, something like right. that. His his career high was 31, and he's only he's only come close to that. And then it was 21-21, and this year he's he's on pace for another 20 goal season. Um, Toffoli is you 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 could say he's one dimensional as well. He's he's supposed to be the offensive um, sniper, goal scorer, finisher. Um, he has he's shown that in a couple of seasons, but he's also played on some real bad uh, L.A. Kings um here in the last couple seasons as well and you know Pittsburgh thought that what they gave up for Zucker he would be able to increase his production uh playing with the the players on Pittsburgh so I imagine that you know Tanner Pearson in Vancouver you kind of got to think they might put that those two wingers together with a with a they got a nice crop of centers I don't know who they're going to use yet but you you kind of think that familiar familiarity um between Pearson and Toffoli with a good center when they played with with Jeff Carter as a center that that was a fantastic line the, the 70s line everybody remembers from the championship runs um and they they certainly Certainly haven't had that in the last couple of years. So I, I thought Blake could have done more for Toffoli, but well, like you said, is, deep, uh, deep draft. Well, yeah, deep draft. And I think also no he got – Right. I think the kid um, – is it Tyler Madden or is it the other kid? The unsigned draft pick. Um, uh, yeah, Madden. Okay. So where what is his what is his stock? Uh, so he's, you know, I'm not saying he's uh, the bluest of blue chippers, but, uh, they, I, I'm sure there's, they see, uh, value, uh, in there speed as well. Skill. Um, I looked him up on the elite prospects.com is very, okay. very, very quick skates. Well, finishes, um, good vision, offensive awareness. Don't okay. make, do not, uh, let him have to make decisions at his own blue lines or in his defensive corners because he's a little slow on the defensive read. And that's something that um, coaching hopefully can take care of, right? Um, those kind of reads at the professional level are, are much different than, than I believe he's in college right now. Um, so we'll, we'll wait and see, but he is very, he's highly thought of on the elite prospects His his, offensive awareness skill and speed and his ability to set up his teammates were, were rated very high on lead prospects. So they may um, have plans for him down the future as well as the pick. And I think I lost Chris. Well, so yeah, let me go through some of the, uh, what what we're seeing on Twitter right now is that Alec Martinez from the Vegas Golden Knights and Bob McKenzie, he is hearing two second round picks coming back the other way to the Kings. I think that's too high a price myself. If we're going to, I mean, I, I think Alex Martinez is a good fit with the Vegas Golden Knights defense score. I think he has a, a, a good 
two-way game. He can skate. He can move the puck, but he he's also good in the defensive end. I won't say great. Good in the defensive end. So, yeah, I, I'll be – if it's two first-round picks, I think that's, that's a bit steep for Alex Martinez. If that's, if that's all that goes the other way, I'm starting to see some other things popping up. And you got to be aware of fake Twitter accounts in this time uh, of year. I almost, almost bid on one right then. There's Chris. So I was Can just going me? over some, yeah, I was just going over some of the, some of the, the reports of what may be going the other way. McKenzie says he's hearing uh, two seconds for Yeah, Amar. I saw something, I saw which seems reasonable. That would be a good deal for for the Kings, probably over two years. I think that would I think that would be reasonable. Well, you see, if you see some of the other prices for defensemen, all of a sudden, I saw a couple people think like the Islanders got fleeced by giving up a second-round pick in 2021. And then today, Dylan DeMilo, uh, uh, third round pick this year. Brendan Dillon to the Caps, twenty uh, second round this year, and then a, a conditional third next year. Scandella second this year and a conditional fourth. So I'm like, well, you know, maybe the Islanders just trading a second in 2021 wasn't so bad. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> but um, uh, but uh, but anyway. Um, uh, yeah, I think if it winds up being two seconds and a sweetener uh, kind of thing, like, uh, you know, I, I think that's a good trade and a, probably a fair one all around. I think both sides should be happy with that. And the and the, the Knights uh, have, uh, they have those, they have depth in that, those second round picks between this year and next year. Yeah, if they can defer the second to next year, then it's well, less. Well, no, two, if it, if it's two twos, I would think probably one this year or one next year. Cause I think they have two second round picks, I believe this year and three next year. If memory serves. Yeah. Well, it, it, if they give up both second rounds this year, I think that was a mistake. If they can oh, defer no. one, if they can defer the one to the next draft, then I think that's probably okay. I would think that's probably how it will play out. That would be reasonable. It would be usually, yeah, I would probably, yeah, it would probably be reasonable. So, yeah, and who and knows? The, the, the whole thing could fall apart. Nothing's official yet, folks. <laughs> right, right. So, um, yeah. So we'll have to, you know. So we'll have to see what, you know. Ottawa, obviously, with Pajot, the Rangers are talking with Chris Kreider as a possible keeping him. Although I, I, I don't, I'm skeptical of that unless they can get their own deal. And also keep in mind, Chris Kreider, for him to sign, he's probably going to have to take not only less money, but also the Rangers going to give him that no-move clause. He doesn't have to worry about being taken an expansion. So, uh, you know, I still expect Kreider to be moved. Um, obviously, Vatanen, you see some of these prices for these other defensemen. Now, I don't think at the end of the day the Devils will get a first-round pick for Vatanen, but I think what will happen is they'll get, you know, those the, – they'll get – Maybe, you know, maybe they'll get, I don't know about two twos, but maybe they'll get a two and a three and something else. You know, they'll, they'll get more secondary assets, if you will. And I thought the Devils did really well 
uh, on Sunday. Uh, I think, uh, you know, it's funny. Um, Andy Green had a, a full no-move clause. And, you know, he's 37. He still plays 20 minutes a night. He played 20 minutes yesterday afternoon for the Islanders. He played great. And, um, and But he had a full no-move clause. And I think it probably was only a few, very few teams he'd be willing to go to. And the fact that he literally can – I mean, it's a little bit of a drive, but he can literally not have to worry about his house and being in Jersey to Long Island. It's not – it's doable, you know, on most yep. days kind of thing. So, um, you know, and for them to get – you know, so it was a limited market for things to work out. They found a market for things to work out. And then the Coleman deal – I thought it was terrific from their standpoint. Um, um, oh, absolutely. So I, I, to me, Tom Fitzgerald earned to get that interim tag removed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Just with that deal, right? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, so we'll see what he does with uh, – he still has Vatanen and, and – although I don't think he's going to get much for Simmons, um, <laughs> to be honest with you, Paul, he can move Palmieri out too, and you might be able to get a nice return for Paul, Kyle Palmieri. Yeah, I, I, now I think he can get a. Uh, he might be able to get a first if he can get a first for Palmieri. I, I think he should do it. And uh, yeah, I agree. You know, because again, it's 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 about building for the future, and you know, next year I know Palmieri signed for next year, but if you, you know, it's very hard to get a first round pick for a rental. I don't care who you are. You better be a, a heck of a scoring forward or you better be a heck of a defenseman, uh, you, you know, borderline, you know, first-line guys. I mean, the, the team, more and more as time goes by, you see that teams are very reluctant to trade away uh, first-round draft picks for obvious reasons. So if he can get – if he can cash in on Palmieri now uh, and, and, you know, and get another, get another first-round pick here, they already have three – that would give them four. And, um, you know, I know they're going to stink next year, but, you know, they'll have a top pick this year. Man. They'll have a top pick next year. Um, you know, that's how, that's how you rebuild, you know? I mean, so um, it'll be interesting to see what happens with uh, with Palmieri, who I know Lou Lamorello is very interested in. So, um, yeah, I, again, uh, whether or not Lou is willing to trade a first-round pick, I don't know. I think if someone would, t- if there was a, guy, a t- player he would do it for, it would be someone like Palmieri uh, with term. So I'm trying to remember if Lou was the GM when they, um, um, was Lou the GM when they acquired Palmieri? Um, I think so. Uh, um, just looking it up right now. But anyway, so we'll we'll have to we'll have to see. Uh, I think so, because it was at the 2015 NHL draft. So, yeah, he was still there. He was still there, right? Am I losing my mind? He didn't I go to think Toronto. he was. No, yeah, I think he went to Toronto. Went to Toronto seven, 17 uh, is what I want to say. Yeah, 17 uh, or 16 maybe. Hmm. So anyway. As we digress, so uh, we'll we'll have to see about uh, Alex Martinez. But you're on board, even though it's not uh, Willie Mitchell. Well, there are there aren't many that are, sir. Um, Scandella was moved. I'm going through this right now. I've just got in from work. I haven't had a time to go through this. Is that is that correct? Scandella's with St. Yeah. Louis now. 
He's with St. No. Louis. They gave up. They gave a two and a, a second round pick this year and an conditional fourth round in 2021. Hmm. I I I got to think two two seconds might have got Gustafson out of Chicago, or, I mean, held two. Two seconds might have got Rissalainen out of Buffalo. I don't but know. We'll see what the moved. return is once it's once it's final. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. the Golden Knights have sent White Cloud back to the AHL. That was a player transaction earlier in the day. So take that for what it's worth as well. Okay. And, uh, so, yep. So uh, as we wrap up here. Um, you're working on our guest for Saturday, which would be very timely, actually. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think okay, we're going to try and try and go Vancouver Canucks this weekend because it's uh, yeah. uh, it's a uh, neck and neck from here on out. I'd like to get their those guys' perspective on on <coughs> excuse me on the trades and also their projection uh, for the rest of the season if they think they can hold on against the freight train coming, that is the Vegas Golden Knight. <laughs> Take it easy, because every time you think, uh, <laughs> you know. No they, question they, about it. Like I said, this year's, uh, the theme of this year so far has been uh, Helta Skelta. Yeah, no question about it. We're st- It's a nice three games, though. I was thinking if they got through these first two, two and one, and then split the last two, Three yeah, and two homestand with these teams and the way they've played at home this year, I would have taken that in a heartbeat. My friend, you cannot figure out hockey. The Islanders scored back-to-back <laughs> games against against the Capitals and the Flyers, where they scored five goals in each game. And since then, the last three games, they've scored one goal. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, 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 yeah, that's that's why we love the game, right, brother? Exactly. All right. Well, we'll hey, we'll talk to you this Saturday. Uh, yep. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We're going to get this edited down and, and posted up as soon as we can. Uh, thanks, everybody, for coming in. Go over and check out Chris's Eye on Isles content for more uh, Islanders insight. I'm sure he has something coming up shortly as we approach the deadline. Um, check that out. Go to go to his Twitter page, at the NL King, and go to our Twitter feed, at Vegas Hockey Pod. Uh, to links to all of our content. All right. So for Chris on Mark until Saturday, we're gone. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.